Exciting news. Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast, is proudly part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. If you're looking for more fabulous podcasts on history, news, and pop culture, then check out evergreenpodcast.com. Picture this, the French countryside, fields upon fields of vibrant green and the intoxicating scent of garlic wafting through the air. Ah, c'est magnifique. Enchanté. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is sent to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life in the French countryside. My life is all about cooking, eating, and living life the best way I can. I love meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over, would you believe, 1,500 French cheeses? Can't believe that. And sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today, we are continuing the A to Z of French herbs. And today's herb is one that is used throughout the world, not just in France, but it's one of those ingredients that seems to have a large history in whatever cuisine we are talking about in countries all over the world. Garlic. Sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson maybe, mm, some of that delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs. Garlic. Garlic in French is pronounced ail and spelled A-I-L. The word garlic derives from Old English, garlic, G-A-R-L-E-A-C, meaning gar, speak, and leek, as in a spear-shaped leek. Some would say it's more a vegetable than a herb, but in French cuisine it's considered a quintessential herb. Garlic is part of the lily family, which also includes onions, leeks, and shallots. Allium sativum is a perennial flowering plant that grows from a bowl. It has a tall, erect flowering stem that can grow up to a metre in length, or three feet. Whilst white garlic originated in Asia, they think over, well, 7,000 years ago, depending on who you go by, it is now found all around the world. It's used in culinary and medicinal purposes. Medicinally, it's often used as a herbal remedy for colds and is thought to reduce blood pressure, cholesterol, and even been proven to have antibiotic properties. Ancient Egyptians would give their slaves a daily ration of garlic as they believed it would ward off illness and increase their strength and endurance. When they found Tutankhamun's tomb, apparently, there was garlic bulbs scattered around. But I'm not so sure about that one. Sure, remains of gold jewelry or bones of people, but garlic bulbs? Well, 
I'm sure it wasn't edible anyway. Roman invaders brought garlic to Europe in the medieval era. Roman soldiers were issued with garlic to take on their campaign as they thought the garlic inspired the soldiers and gave them courage. The Roman generals even had garlic planted along their travels for their armies to use. In the Middle Ages, it was thought that if you soaked garlic cloves in vinegar, then drank it, that this would ward off the plague. Of course, it is also thought that garlic would keep vampires away from your neck. But as far as I know, there is no proof of this, in fact, not fiction. Because of its strong odour, garlic is sometimes called the stinking rose. In the 14th century, a Spanish king actually decreed that knights who had eaten garlic had to wait four weeks before they could appear in court. Many cuisines around the world embrace garlic, but notably, some have not until most recent times. Like, take the UK for an example, where the cuisine was, was mainly meat and two veg, you might say. They didn't really use garlic until famed TV chef and cookbook author Elizabeth David, after her travels, started to use it in her cooking to overcome the somewhat bland food being made in post-World War II kitchens. In France, Louis Pasteur, in 1858, proved to the world that garlic had medicinal value with its antiseptic properties. It's believed that the French considered garlic and onion to that extent to be an aphrodisiac even. But I just think the French consider, well, all food to be an aphrodisiac. Garlic is easy to grow and can be grown year-round in mild climates. While the propagation of garlic is possible, nearly all of the garlic in cultivation is propagated asexually by planting individual cloves in the ground. In colder climates, cloves are best planted about six weeks before the soil freezes. The goal is to have the bulbs produced only roots and no shoots above the ground. Harvest then is in the late spring or the early summer. The world production of garlic as of 2020 was over 28 million tonnes of garlic a year, with China alone accounting for nearly 74% of that total. China then is followed by India, Bangladesh, South Korea, Egypt and Spain as the major producers of garlic in the world. France produces 21,000 tonnes of garlic every year. It's said that the average French person eats around half a kilo or one and a half pounds of garlic a year. Several varieties of garlic in France even have been awarded labels of recognition of the region growing and preparation standards. Two of the main varieties used in France are planted at different times of the year, spring or autumn. But both types are harvested in July and then sown into braids, which will last for several months depending on the variety. In the northern parts of France, and in particular the region called Alleux, north of Calais, comes a variety of garlic called Fumé de Alleux. L'Aile Fumé de Alleux has a sweet smoky scent to it. The smoking actually helps to preserve the garlic, which is important in these damper climates of northern France. 
almost 10% of the entire garlic production of France, is the Ale de Fumée de Leur. In Alleur, they love their garlic so much that on the last weekend of August, the town hosts a festival where you can try different garlic products, including a very popular, smoky, obviously, garlic soup. They even have a garlic braiding competition and elect a queen of garlic. I want to be the queen of garlic. In the south of France, there are two types of popular garlic that are just from the midi Pyrenees area, Violet de Cadours and the Ale Rose de Lautrec. More on these in future episodes of Fabulously Delicious. A de la Drome is a large-sized white garlic of the Messidrome and Thermidrome varieties, grown in the Drome region in France. Messidrome produces large white bulbs with a great flavour, particularly suitable for cooking, while Thermidrome provides an ivory white, hardy cloves and has a medium flavour. Ale de la Drome is sold either fresh, dried or semi-dried. Once available at farmers markets in Valence, today it can be bought in many other places across the region, thanks to the association of Drom garlic producers. Overall, there are more than 12 different varieties of garlic in France, and other varieties include Auvergne garlic, Gascon garlic, Cerez garlic in Brittany, Corsican garlic, Ale de Lundoc, Lutrec pink garlic, drum garlic and white garlic. Possibly the most knowledgeable and influential early 20th century French food critic, Maurice Edmond Salande Gonoski said, A caress of garlic invigorates, an excess of garlic deadens. This, I think, is perfect advice for any dish that you're making with garlic. If you've ever wondered where those pictures of Frenchmen wearing berets, stripy blue and white t-shirts, and strings of garlic around their necks have come from, then you'll have to wait until some of the next episodes of Fabulously Delicious, where I devote an episode to Onion Johnny. That's what he's called, apparently. You're listening to Fabulously Delicious. It's part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. You can check out more fabulous other shows at evergreenpodcast.com. Whole garlic should be kept in an open container in a cool, dry place away from other foods. Kept in this way, it should last for well between two to three months. If you separate the cloves, they will only keep for around 10 to 14 days. Don't keep whole garlic in the fridge because the moist air encourages mold. You can freeze garlic though, whether it's whole, peeled or minced. The easiest way is in whole cloves. Just separate them, remove the papery outer skin and place them in a freezer bag. Squeeze all the air out and seal it closed. Store in this way, frozen garlic cloves can last for up to six months even. One of my favorite recipes in French food where garlic is the main ingredient is aioli or garlic mayonnaise. This dish from Provence is one that has been embraced around the world 
and is a great complement to a variety of dishes. Topping a burger, and one of my favourite, dribbled over a pizza. I know, shock horror, and totally not French. But hey, next time you order a pepperoni pizza, try it. It's delicious. My recipe for aioli is... The ingredients you'll need are 6 garlic cloves, 1 teaspoon of salt, 2 teaspoons of Dijon mustard, 3 egg yolks, 2 cups or 500 mils of grapeseed oil, half a cup or 120 mils of extra virgin olive oil, 2 teaspoons of lemon juice. The method? Make a paste of the garlic and the salt in a mortar and pestle, and then add that to a bowl. Whisk in the mustard and egg yolks until they are blended with the garlic and salt. Then, whisk about a quarter of a cup or 60 mils of the grapeseed oil very slowly in a fine stream, until the mixture becomes thick. Don't add the oil too quickly here, or the mixture will not emulsify. Add a teaspoon of the lemon juice to the oil, and garlic mixture. Then, add the remaining oil very slowly, whisking constantly. The aioli will gradually thicken to the consistency of a light mayonnaise. Adjust the seasoning and add more lemon juice if it needs more tang. If it becomes too thick, you might add about a tablespoon of warm water to loosen it up. Taste it again for seasoning and then add salt if necessary. This aioli will keep for several days in the fridge in an airtight container, but is best served within 24 hours of being made. Another recipe I love to have on hand, and is simple and easy to make, is Persiad. Persiad is a great seasoning or a sauce base. Add it to dishes like steamed potatoes or placed over a piece of cooked meat. It's the perfect bite. My recipe for Persiad is as follows. The ingredients you'll need are five cloves of garlic, two bunches of curly parsley, five tablespoons of olive oil. And the method? Finely chop the parsley, peel and chop the garlic cloves, cut them in half, remove the germ part, that's the little green part inside of the garlic, and chop the rest of the garlic finely. In a mortar and pestle, pour the oil, garlic and parsley and mix that until combined. You can prepare this in advance and keep it for up to three days in a sealed container in the fridge. If you want to freeze it though, don't add the oil and then the parsley and garlic cloves all mixed together will freeze for about three months and you can just defrost that when needed and add the oil then. Also, a perfect accompaniment to cheeses or a charcuterie board is pickled garlic, which is really simple and easy to make. The ingredients you need are a quarter of a cup of salt, five cups of white wine vinegar, 500 grams of fresh garlic peeled, a teaspoon of red pepper flakes, and two cups of fresh dill, the stems and leaves coarsely chopped. The method? Combine the salt and vinegar in a large saucepan and bring that to the boil. Reduce the heat and then simmer for 10 minutes. 
Meanwhile, place the garlic into four sterilized pint jars. Add a quarter of a teaspoon of the red pepper flakes and half a cup of the dill to each jar. Using a ladle, divide the hot pickling liquid between the four jars, leaving about half an inch of headspace at the top. Place the lid on the top and then process the jars in boiling water for about 10 minutes. Allow to cool, then store in a cool dark place or the back of the fridge for three weeks and then you can use them after that. They'll keep for up to four months. Fresh garlic, or new garlic as they call it, is available in France from June to July. And many French chefs prefer this fresh garlic in their dishes because of its less pungent flavour when cooking. Then there is also young garlic, which is basically regular garlic that is picked when the full bulb has not formed properly. It is a single bulb at the end, and its stem and leaves look a bit like a spring onion. People in France often eat this raw, as it has a crunchy sweet taste with a hint of garlic to it. Al Giant, or giant garlic, is a larger sized garlic that is sometimes referred to in French cuisine as rocambole oignon. This garlic is both cultivated as well as found in the wild here in France. It has a rather strong garlic taste to it. Unfortunately though, it doesn't store well, and as such, it's really only available a couple of months of the year, and only really in certain areas of France. On the 19th of April every year in France, it is, guess what? National Garlic Day. Yep, the French love garlic so much, they even have a national day celebrating it. In the town of Pilon, in the Vaucluse region of Provence, is a garlic festival that happens on the Wednesday before the last weekend in August through to the Sunday. Five days of celebration of garlic. Over 5,000 people are invited and they prepare a giant grand aioli for the locals and the visitors to enjoy. About 30 kilometers from Bordeaux, in my region of France actually, the Nouveau-Aquitaine, is the town of St. Helen, which has its own garlic fete, the Foire de Hélène. Their garlic fair happens every year in the middle of September, and the local restaurants, along with market stalls, celebrate garlic with a wide range of garlic dishes and local delicacies. They even have a parade. I love a good parade. The late chef, Anthony Bourdain, famously said about garlic, Garlic is divine. Few food items can taste so many distinct ways, handled correctly. Misuse of garlic is a crime. Old garlic, burnt garlic, garlic cut too long ago, and garlic that has been tragically smashed through one of those abominations, the garlic press, are all disgusting. Please, treat your garlic with respect. Sliver it for pasta, like you saw in Goodfellas. Don't burn it. Smash it with the flat of your knife blade, if you like. But don't put it through a press. 
I don't know what that chunk is that squeezes out at the end of those things, but it ain't garlic. And try roasting garlic. It gets mellower and sweeter if you roast it whole. Nothing will permeate your food more irrevocably and irreparably than burnt or rancid garlic. Avoid it at all costs. That vile spew you see rotting in the oil in screw-top jars, too lazy to peel fresh, you don't deserve to eat garlic. And Thomas Nash, a 16th century poet from the UK, once said, Garlic maketh a man winkle, drinkle and stinkle. That's deep, Thomas. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. How do you use garlic? What's your favourite French dishes where garlic shines? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Slide right into my DMs, at Andrew Pryor Fabulously, as I love to chat with you all. If you share your recipes for garlic with me, then I'll give them a go and post on my socials and possibly even my blog, which you can find at andrewpryorfabulously.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, you know what my motto is, whatever you do, do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup, and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional Book, Book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.